Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Did you hear that? Wine and champagne is 20% off. And that? Medium selection boxes like Skittles and Cadbury mix and match any three for five euro. 20 and 24 can boxes of Coke, Diet Coke and Coke Zero are just 12 euro. Have you got any 10 off 50s? And that's the sound of better value. Every week leading up to Christmas, there's new savings to be had. Dunn Stores. Make Christmas for everyone. Terms and conditions apply. Vouching abuse to next grocery shop of 50 euro or more. Vouch excludes alcohol. Please drink sensibly. Life's full of things we can't depend on. Like the Irish weather. Predictably unpredictable. When you're cutting it fine, but the tractor in front is out for the day. No winner of this week's you-know-what. So much for lucky seven. But some things you can depend on. Like in home heating. Emo, Jones Oil and Campus Oil are now Certa, delivering the same warmth to your home now and into the future. For home heating you can depend on, see certaireland.ie. On December 23, 2006, Larry Carver and his son Richie Carver went to the house of Ryan Waller, seeking revenge for a previous altercation. After shooting Ryan and his girlfriend, they fled the scene believing there would be no witnesses. Except Ryan didn't die. This is Monsters. Ryan was 18 years old at the time of the shooting. He had lived in a house in Phoenix, Arizona with roommates. One of the roommates was his girlfriend, Heather Kwan, and he had a third roommate. Heather was 21 years old and a graduate from Glendale Community College. She had been attending Arizona State University at the time of her death and wanted to go to law school. On December 23, 2006, a prior roommate of Ryan's named Richie Carver showed up at Ryan's house with his father, Larry Carver. Supposedly, there had been an altercation between the two young men and the Carvers were looking to settle the score. Ryan answered the door, but tried to keep them out as they attempted to force their way into the house. The door was open just enough for Richie to put his arm inside and shoot Ryan in the face. When Ryan collapsed, they entered the home and shot Ryan again in the head. Then, they shot Heather in an effort to eliminate witnesses. The Carvers stole several firearms and a computer before fleeing. It turned out that they didn't need to rush because the police weren't notified of the shooting. Nobody had reported the incident. Ryan eventually got up from the entryway and went to bed. Ryan's father, Don Waller, grew concerned when his son didn't show up for Christmas dinner and called police to request a welfare check. When police arrived at Ryan's house, they found him conscious with a severely injured face and they found Heather deceased on the couch. 
The news said that a third roommate, a woman named Christina, was also home at the time of the welfare check, but it was determined that she was not involved. I asked myself how the roommate was home with a dead body on the couch without noticing, but depending on how the house was laid out, she might have had her own area and never went into the area where Heather was. Police immediately assumed that Ryan was their suspect. He told police on the scene that Richie and Larry had come to his house and shot them, but authorities didn't believe them, so they handcuffed him and placed him in the back of a police cruiser. While Ryan was sitting in the back of the police vehicle, paramedics arrived on the scene and confirmed that Heather was deceased. It's reported that they had no interaction with Ryan. Even if police believed he was a suspect, it should have been standard procedure to have him checked out by a paramedic, and even transported to the hospital depending on his injuries. Even if it wasn't clear he had been shot, he had severe head injuries which would have clearly justified medical treatment. That didn't happen. The police were sure they had their murderer and took him to the station for questioning. At the station, his clothes were taken and he was handcuffed in an interrogation room. A detective began questioning him. What's the um, highest grade you went through school? I don't know. I don't know. You don't know what the highest grade you went through? Eighth? Did you, eighth grade? Did you graduate? Yeah. Did you, do you have a GED? I don't know. You don't uh, know what? I don't know. I don't know. I just want to go home. Well, you're, you're not going to go home right now. So what? What's the highest grade that you completed? B? No. Not, not grade, as in letter grade. I'm asking, did you graduate high school? No. And the highest you went was eighth grade? Mm-hmm. Yep. Do you know how to read and write, Ryan? Yeah. This clip is immediately after the detective reads Ryan his rights. He should know immediately that something is wrong. Unfortunately, he thinks that Ryan's just playing dumb and not answering questions. Just the way he says he doesn't know makes it clear that something is off. But we'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Do you have a girlfriend? Mm. Mm. No? You know, you know a girl named Heather? Mm-hmm. Do you know Heather's last name? Mm-hmm. What is Heather's last name? Um, the one that lives there right now? I guess, I don't know. If her name's Heather, what's her last name? Um... I don't know which name she's trying to use as her last one. She's trying to have a real last as her nickname, so I don't know. What nickname does she go by? She probably wants the last name, Kaiman. Kaiman? How would you spell that? With a K or a C? K. Keep going. I don't know. How old is Heather? 16 or 17. Is she a white girl? Yeah. Seriously, dude, something is clearly wrong with him. This detective is like, I'm not going to let you get one over on me, criminal. 
I think he's blinded by his assumption that Ryan is guilty and isn't paying attention to the obvious signs of a brain injury. But I wasn't there. Maybe it didn't seem so obvious in person. What happened to your face? I don't know. You told the officer just a few minutes ago that someone hit you. Do you remember who hit you? Um, I don't know. I think it was Heather. Why would Heather hit you? I don't know. It was an accident. I forgot why. You're, you're saying that's Eric's girlfriend? Mm-mm. Or your girlfriend? Heather? Yeah. Mine. Heather's your girlfriend. All right. Was Heather over last night? Mm-hmm. All right. And Heather did this to you? What? Your eye. Uh-uh. Okay, who did that to you? Alicia. Alicia did that to you now? Mm-hmm. I swear. I'm not even lying, I swear. Okay. Why would Alicia do this to you? Why? Mm -hmm. I have no idea. Were you mad at Alicia? No, I don't know why. I don't know why. She probably hit it on something. I don't know. She hit what on something? I don't know. I don't know, man. Oh, come on, man. This guy's brain is clearly not working properly. From the video, it looks like Ryan only has a black eye, but he has two holes in his nose as well. The way Ryan is sitting in the interview, you can see one of the bullet holes on the left side of his nose. This shouldn't be rocket science. Ryan finally is able to process the memory of what really happened. Ryan had mumbled something previously about a bow and arrow. You and Heather were there, and then what happened? And that's it. Richie and his dad tried to break in in the back. Richie and dad? His dad? Mm-hmm. Who's Richie? I don't know. Well, you obviously know him. You know his name by he Richie. He used to live there. Was he a roommate of yours? He used to be. And they... They hit you and... They hit you? Yeah. Now it's Richie that hit you, not Heather? No, Richie and his dad. Richie and his dad, they hit you? Yes. Why? Because they were trying to get their stuff. I don't know why. And they had some kind of bow and arrows? Mm-hmm. They each had two revolvers and they didn't let off any shells. Okay, you just said they had bow and arrows. Now they have revolvers? That's what I meant. They had revolvers. They have revolvers. Yes. And then what happened? And then they shot us with those. They shot both of you? Yeah. Where'd they shoot you at? I got shot in the eye. You I got think. shot in the eye? I think so. With a revolver? I think. I don't know, man. I don't know. Fuck. Aphasia is when you think of a word, but your mouth says something else, and as far as you know, you said the word that was in your head. Like I say the word crayon, but in my brain, as far as I know, I said water. It can be single words here and there, or every word you say. Someone with severe aphasia might say, empty fuller table side chess, and in their head, they said, how are you doing today? 
This can be triggered by a variety of reasons, but head trauma and brain injury is one of them. The detective said, quote, You just said bow and arrows, now they had revolvers? End quote. And Ryan said, quote, That's what I meant. End quote. I think he's suffering from mild aphasia. The detective doesn't believe this version of events at first. He even says to Ryan, quote, If you were shot in the eye with a revolver, you wouldn't be here right now. You'd most likely be dead. End quote. Eventually, though, the injuries, along with the way Ryan is acting, finally start to sink into this detective. He steps out of the room for a few minutes, and when he returns, he's a completely different person. Hey, Ryan, yes. I got the fire department coming to take a look at it. They're, they're going to probably take you to the hospital. You're taking me to the hospital? Yeah, we're going to take you to the hospital. Why? Well, if you've seen your face and the way you're doing things, it just it doesn't make sense right now, okay? We're just going to make sure you're okay. I just want to go back to bed, man. Well, that's the problem. If you have some kind of head injury, you shouldn't be sleeping. Hey Ryan, it looks like you might have a head injury. Yeah, no shit, genius. We're gonna get you checked out. Yeah, you should have done that in the first place. The fire department arrived at the police station and transported Ryan to the hospital where it was confirmed that he had been shot in the head twice. The first shot went in near the tip of his nose on the right side, exited his nose on the left side, and then entered his left eye. It shattered his orbital socket, and Ryan had to have both of his eyes and part of his brain removed. The second bullet went in his head behind his ear and damaged part of his skull, but didn't go into his brain. I'm sick. I'm just devastated. My son is in there, he has to go through surgery. He has bone fragments and bullet fragments in his brain, bleeding in the brain, and I don't know if I'll ever see my son walk out of there again. Ryan survived his surgery, but lost his eyesight and suffered seizures. Heather had been shot in the head and died sometime between the attack and the welfare check. Eventually, police arrested Larry and Richie Carver and charged them with felony murder, burglary, aggravated assault, and misconduct involving weapons. Richie Carver was found guilty in 2008 and sentenced to life in prison without parole. Larry Carver's case was based partly on a confession he made to his wife. Before the trial began, she invoked spousal privilege and refused to testify against her husband. Due to the lack of evidence, the charges against Larry were dropped. Heather's family appealed to the legislature to enact what became Heather's Law. It provides an exception to the privilege if one spouse voluntarily provides cops with information about the other spouse's involvement in a serious crime. In November of 2011, Larry Carver was re-indicted on first-degree murder, attempted murder, burglary, and aggravated assault charges. He was found guilty on all counts and sentenced to life in prison. On January 20, 2016, Ryan Waller died of a seizure caused by the shooting. He was 28 years old. I couldn't find any information that the police ever suffered any consequences for the way they treated this victim. If you're the victim of domestic abuse, please reach out to someone for help. Please talk to your local battered women's shelter or call the National Domestic Abuse Hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE. That's 1-800-799-7233. Or you can go to thehotline.org to chat with someone online. The great thing about this website is that, at any time, hitting the escape key twice will take you to a Google search page. That way, if your abuser is nearby, you won't get caught looking for help.
If you're having feelings of harm in yourself or someone else, or even just need someone to talk to, please contact your local mental health facility, call 911, or call Mental Health America, who operate the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-8255. They're available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, and will talk to you about any mental health issue you might be facing. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast. You can subscribe or follow the show to ensure you don't miss an episode, and you can leave us a rating on whatever podcast app you use. If you'd like to support the show, you can do that by checking out our merchandise at Teespring. You can also discuss the channel and the episodes on our subreddit, r forward slash thisismonsters. You can find more ways to support our show and how to find us on social media by visiting thisismonsters.com. Thanks again, and be safe. Life's full of things we can't depend on. Like the Irish weather, predictably unpredictable. When you're cutting it fine, but the tractor in front is out for the day. No winner of this week's you-know-what. So much for lucky seven. But some things you can depend on. Like in home heating. Emo, Jones Oil and Campus Oil are now Certa, Delivering the same warmth to your home now and into the future. For home heating you can depend on, see certaireland.ie. Let's have a look at today's lineup. There's a strong Dunn Stores influence from top to bottom, starting with selected boxes of bottled beer and cider like Heineken and Bulmers from just €18.72. half price Pringles are a very welcome inclusion indeed. 10 or 50 grocery vouchers doing their bit at the till as usual. All that's left to do now is enjoy the football. Dunn Stores, always better value. Terms and conditions apply. Voucher can be used on next grocery shop of €50 Euro or more. Voucher excludes alcohol. Please drink sensibly.